Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim with Fred and Ray, and we thank you for listening. Uh, Ray's in Kansas City. Uh, we're in Tupelo, MS, and Steve Jordahl is four feet from me. Um, but I'm or five or something like that. But I'm going. Yeah, I could two putt that. I could two putt that very easily. Kansas City, here I come. What's that now? Kansas City, here I come. That's a, is that a music song from a musical? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it's a, um, country and Western song. Yeah. 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 They've got some crazy little women there. Crazy or pretty or something. Yeah. That's part of, no, that's no. Why are you laughing, Ray? Is there something I don't know? Everybody knows this. We got a bunch of crazy little women. (laughs) It's a country Western song. That's one of the lyrics. Y'all are talking to a young whippersnap here. (laughs) I'm, I'm 59. I don't know this. Is this a, is this part of that tune? Kansas, I know yes. the t- I know the song Kansas City, Kansas City. Here I come. But but is that they part got of some crazy little women there, and I'm gonna get me one. Oh, that's that's verse two. <laughs> that's the second part of the first yes. verse. Oh, the second part of the first verse. Oh man! Early oh, man. in my broadcast, Ray, you got a kick out of that one, didn't you? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Early in my broadcast career, I had I was, was a great. DJ, and mm. I had to uh, I I had to play country and western music for six hours. Okay, so well, who, who, this one? who, who, I, who I, sang that? Uh, who made uh, this popular? Steve will. I will Google, Google it because I don't even know. That's a lot. That's over forty-five years ago. So, but I remember the tune. That's not Some the crazy Beatles. Little girls. No, it's not. That's Domino. That's really? Domino. Yeah, fabulous. That's even better. Even better. I yes. think he would be called. Wait, and by the way, weight challenge, right, right. I, challenge I domino today. This is what I, <laughs> this is what I thought it said. The actual lyrics are: "Going to Kansas City, Kansas City, here I come. Going to Kansas City, Kansas City, here I come. They got some pretty little women there, and I'm gonna get me one. Mm. It's pretty, not crazy. Although, oh, you call them crazy? They, no, they're pretty crazy. They're pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. all right. But that I, I, sometimes I was thinking that was from a Rodgers and Hammerstein yes, yes, yes. musical, no, but that's that's just a song by Fats Domino. Fats Beautiful. Domino. When did that Beautiful. song debut, Steve? That would be. Uh, I don't know, nineteen and fifty something. <laughs> well, so were you playing the? Were you playing records then? I would have been alive it, then. It was one of nineteen fifty nine's biggest records. No. There you go. I was late sixties. <laughs> I did DJing when I was in. But high you were school. playing old the, the golden oldies. Yes, yes. From, you were, in the late sixties, you were playing the golden oldies, would have included hits from the late nineteen fifties. But that's correct. Gotcha. That's correct. But Ray, you knew that tune too, huh? You, yeah. I I did Just, not. I have learned. I've learned uh, all this in the last five minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you didn't know? You hadn't heard that song, Kansas no, City? No, I Kansas? had not. I had not. I'll send you a copy. Crazy little girls. Pretty crazy. Whatever. (laughs) That's what's sticking in my mind. Well, we'll have to send an MP3. It's uh, on the way. It's on the way right now, people. (laughs) Go home and dig out We needed some levity after this last hour. We needed a break. 
Go home and dig out that old eight track, Fred. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I went to a restaurant the other day. They had cassette tapes on on you know taped on the wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like 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 we were in a you know a prehistoric. Uh, pre- yes, yeah, right, music right. from the prehistoric era. Right. right here, you know that hurts. And <laughs> when you go into a place now and you see stuff on the wall yeah. and they regard it as antique. Yes, right. and they're cassette tapes. We're not even talking. We're not even talking eight tracks. No, we're talking cassettes. I hate to say this, but I think we're antiques. <laughs> I think eighty percent of our audience has no idea what an eight track tape is. That's how, that's how dated we are. I, I, I was on the tail end of the eight tracks. Well, well, right. the seventies. I say tail yeah, end. Yeah. I, I was ten years old when in seventy three, and I was getting eight tracks then. Eight yes. tracks lasted and went to what to like seventy nine. Whenever 78, CDs. 78, when, 70. Yeah, I went eight and then they suddenly disappeared. What did you say, gone, right? So they suddenly disappeared. You know, they were real popular. It's not like they tailed off. They just disappeared, taken over by cassette tapes. Yeah, because cassette tapes, you can fast forward and right. you can choose a side right. and you can get to the song easier than have to play through the whole Cassette, thing. Mm. But cassette tapes now, that's what I'm talking about. They were on the, they were taped on the wall. I say tape, glued, whatever. I shot it. Relics from a bygone era. <laughs> they were dug up I by the archaeologists. I don't, my children, I don't even. My children in their thirties, I don't even. I don't even know if they would know what a cassette tape was. Certainly, my grandkids think that's no like a zero. No, I have no idea what that oh. what that thing is on the wall. You call them up on the road or your dial phone, and then you can tell them. Okay, so before <laughs> the uh, CD, you had the. Yeah, the records, the forty fives and the and the big big albums, right? For yeah, Red, right, right. Red? yeah. Thirty three and a third, right? Started in seventy eight. What, what you started have? with tin types back in the like early nineteen hundreds. I've seen these kind of record players. It's got the big megaphone and there's actually the RCA dog. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. But and then but, so then, but records, then but then records. And uh-huh. yeah, and then they got long play records and they went from thirty three to forty five. <clears throat> Uh, from 45 I just to remember being in my third. friend's basement in 1972 playing Sweet Caroline 50 times while we played ping pong. Neil <laughs> Diamond. Neil Diamond. It was Neil a 45 record. A, yeah. You put the record back. I just played over and over yes, and over vinyl. again. Yes. Huh? So you had to play one record at a time, so you, you didn't yeah. want to take it off. You just go ahead and listen to it. And you had to, to be careful not to scratch the needle right across the yes. record. Or, That's right. Or, you, or you're we're done. In, we're in the record. Well, now vinyl's coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is weird? it coming back on on? Why is it coming back? Well, uh, there's this fidelity to the sound with vinyl that you don't. It's a different sound than you get digitally, um, and some say they like it better. It's a it's a you have to be very acute of ear to hear the difference. But there are aficionados who will swear by vinyl records. All over uh, digital every time. I, I just think it's part of a desire also for what was considered a simpler time, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, you played records and, and there wasn't the troubles that we seem to be experiencing today. You know what? You know what? I don't know if other, if you, you guys are experiencing this or if other families are, but uh, the, the, the family DVD mm-hmm. of, of your birthday parties and vacations mm-hmm. and ball games and all that, did you, that we all have in our, mm-hmm. it might be VHS. At least people but, fifty <laughs> up have in your cl- closet. Betamax. 
Beta well, now yet it's all on your phone. Yeah. Yes. Which is great, but if you don't convert that over to something right. you're going to save for posterity's sake, it's lost, Ray. Everybody, probably all of our listeners of our vintage, let's say, we probably got a box. You know, we have a box in our anybody fifty up, right? At least go ahead. You got you got cassette tapes. You got uh, uh, oh, you Super Eight. Remember Super Eight home oh, yeah, movies? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, got, got a whole box but, full of those. We don't know what to do with them. Well, I had the the uh, cassette cartridges from right. the big video cameras you used to sure. carry around in the eighties yes. and nineties. Remember right, that? Right. Yes. Right, right. Well, I had those converted to CDs mm-hmm. or DVDs rather. And now you have a hard time finding a DVD, DVD player. Player, right? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how we're going to watch those. <laughs> <laughs> there but, are, there but are I'm talking, but I'm talking about all these family memories that we all sure, capture now sure. on our phones. Uh-huh. If somebody doesn't sit down and make sure they're all put on a, a disc of some kind, mm-hmm. uh, then they're going to be they're going to be lost because you or, or albums of I mean albums of pictures from the old days. You know, yes. photo albums with actual literal pictures. Yes, in. yes. Uh, there are people making a good living running businesses that convert that stuff to, to digital. So. Yeah. You mean for so take it? You mean take? I know. Uh, take it off your cell phone and put it onto us. Well, no, take your cassettes or your, your oh, LPs oh, yeah. and oh, then yeah. put them in a digital form. How about your slides? Remember, remember the slide <laughs> yeah. projector, oh, sure. the carousel slide. Because I always got one upside down, right? <laughs> no, my dad. My dad, when he would go to Israel every year back in the, right. this is late '60s, early '70s, he would come home and show the slide presentation to the churches. Yes, they, yes. we'd all we'd all sit. You have this big, the big. It was slide. so exciting. It was, I know it was, it was high tech, man. Oh, when yeah. I started Throwing slides, when I right, started right. leading worship in nineteen eighty, uh, you know, nineteen ninety one, out of seminary, they still had the overhead transparencies. Sure, mm-hmm. for lyrics. Do you remember those? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you used to move them? Yeah. Take them out. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, they worked. Yeah, it worked. Huh? Well, that's all you knew. You know, that's right, the way yeah. it was. Right, right. Keep moving up. Well, you also had the, the hymnals in the back the of the what? We're not we're not familiar with this concept. What is a hymnal now? <laughs> the hymnals, explain to our audience. The hymnals on the back you know, the behind the pew. Well <laughs> so what's I, a pew what's what's a pew? Well, I grew up Methodist and we we knew what page sixty four was. That's you right. know. And it, so I go to a Southern Baptist you, church. The Baptist and the, they had sure. their own hymnal. Yeah. July is uh, the music department t- takes a, a month off in July. Everybody gets to you know go on vacation or do whatever, and they start in most a new, churches. You mean in the church that I attend? Oh, okay, good. And our music pastor, who's a uh, who's young, he's twenty seven <laughs> or twenty eight, but has such a gift and such a heart for this thing. Anyway, he decided to go retro, and for the whole month of July, he was calling out hymn numbers, and we were just <laughs> singing from the hymnal. Nice. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Well, you know. Just like the old yeah. days. <laughs> I always felt bad for the hymn writers who just poured and prayed and sweat over first three. <laughs> right. 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 Completely unnecessary. <laughs> right. Should have just said, I'm going to write verses one, two, and four. Four. Because... And leave a little blank space. Yes, two hundred years from now, they're not going to sing verse three anyway. Right. Or just put for verse three, watermelon, 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 watermelon. <laughs> yeah. Am I right? Uh, you're right. totally right. Yeah, totally right. We'll Especially sing the first, Sunday second, night. Fourth, right. 
Especially yeah. Sunday night. We ain't singing verse three. No, no, gotta, no, no. Huh? No. People got to get home. That's that's a yeah. good right. that's a good trivia Friday thing for you. Who can uh, who can recite verse three of amazing of any, grace of any hymn of any of any <laughs> hymn? Right. <laughs> I, I was just waiting for the hymnal to come out with verse three being just white space. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Might as well. Why waste the ink? <laughs> oh my word. All right, Steve, depress us. <laughs> All right. Well, and it is there is depressing stuff. So let, we're going to get away from the uh, the um, FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago for a second. Yeah, we pretty much exhausted that one. We'll come back to it at the end. Oh, good. At the very end, we'll come back to okay, it. Okay. <laughs> if, if you leave me a minute or two, we'll come okay. back to it. Anyway, um, you uh, sent around some stories, Tim, last night. Mm-hmm. One of them talked about how alcoholism is on the rise since... Um, the COVID lockdowns, people started buying and drinking at home during the lockdowns, either because they were depressed, they didn't have a job, I suppose, or just free time or whatever it was. And, and they're still drinking. Yeah, that was a story I saw. And it was more than just alcohol. I think they were talking about, but the, the, the overarching point was, um, you know, all the attention Ray and Fred and Steve, during the pandemic, and I'll, I'll, I'll categorize that as a two-year period, all right? Mm-hmm. Let's say March of 2020 to March of 2022. Okay? I'm just, that's my definition. <clears throat> um, and that is, all we heard was how to, we need to protect ourselves against COVID, right? Well, because of the things that we did to quote protect ourselves against COVID, namely participate in lockdowns and don't go anywhere, close, close, uh, you know, just just completely disruptive of our social life, right? Mm-hmm. That it caused people uh, other other health problems, yeah, and namely the increase in alcohol use among Amer- among Americans. Also, a lot of people's doctor's appointments got, uh, you know, mammograms got pushed back a year. So then they learn, well, they've got cancer when they could have been stopped had they been able to go to the doctor. I mean, how many millions of people had doctor's appointments uh, changed? Yes. Uh, So I'm just saying that we need, as we, if we ever confront this kind of thing again, we're going to need to count the cost. More than just the immediate, uh, well, I know a lot of people have lost confidence and trust in many in the medical field, right? Because the advice that we were given was wrong. I mean, or at least was, at least they weren't, at least they didn't tell us the downside. Yeah. Well, the lockdowns, what happened with the, the folks who were dying, folks who were forced to die alone, families separated in the most difficult moment because of the lockdown. And we had, we had to me, Tim, that's the thing that I still get very angry. If I think about this much about dear folks that could not get in people who could not get in to see a mom or Mm -hmm. a dad or uncle or aunt dying alone, completely unnecessary. Yes. Yeah. Uh, listen, uh, as you allude to Tim, this, the story of, of that two-year period that you're talking about is going to go on and on. And money has played such a factor in all of this. 
Pfizer, there was a story yesterday on Pfizer. They have made so much money from this. They're looking for ways to invest in other companies and other things. We're talking billions. You mean from the Pfizer vaccine shot? Sure. They've made billions. I've been in two grocery stores in the last three days where ads have come on the loudspeaker. You can get your next booster here. And it's free. Well, guess what? Those businesses get $40 a pop. Who's paying for it if it's free? It's the federal government that's paying. Still? Still. 40 bucks a pop. And and in one grocery store I was in, this ad is brought to you by, and they named the pharmaceutical company. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just on and on and on. Well, I've said, uh, we were out in, I was in a meeting with some of our staff the other day, and I know what I'm about to say is likely not to happen, but... Mm. If I were Biden, I would I would claim victory over COVID and move on. I really would. I would say, listen, the I w- I'm here to announce today that the pandemic is over. It's endemic. Is that what you ca- call it? <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We we're we're gonna have to learn to live with this as a <clears throat> like the seasonal flu. I I Biden just had had it twice in two weeks, and I'm back. Uh, and so, uh, th- this disease is not going to the lungs any longer. Thank God. Thank God. And, uh, so we're going to move on with our lives and get back to normal. And, uh, of course he could claim it's because of him, you know, in his administration. And we've, we've, we've done, as I said, we would do when I took office, we, right. We, we beat COVID. Look, that would be politically brilliant for Joe Biden to do. I don't know why he doesn't do it. <clears throat> I'll, I'll tell you why. <laughs> Glad you asked me. <laughs> Thank you. The, there is a downside to doing that, which he should do because everybody's everybody knows it's the truth. But I've just described the pandemic is over. Let's move on. Okay. Now, the downside of doing that is – he can no longer say you must have COVID vaccine shots. That's right. To get a job for the federal government. That's or, right. Or yeah. whatever, uh, or military. Yes. He can't impose the uh, boosters till Jesus comes back. Yes. Mandate. Because you, you can't say you must get continual experimental booster shots of the COVID vaccine. If you're saying on the on the um, on the other hand, you're saying the pandemic's over. Which is it? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, sure, of course. Sure. Yeah. So I don't know if you're Biden and his team there. I don't know which way you go. Although I think they would be better off just to claim victory and move on. What do you think, Ray? Declare victory, <clears throat> move on, and as far as the and the vaccine, say we still highly recommend. There you go. It, just say we recommend it. Recommend it. We're not going to mandate it. It's no longer mandated. And so, what do you think about about that, But you know, guys, they are so dedicated to what their philosophy is, and that is control over the population. We have talked about this before, what is happening in our military. Recruitment levels are down drastically. But do you think in large part because the COVID vaccine mandate? There's no question about it. Okay. There's no question about it, this mandate. It's down drastically. We are jeopardizing the strength of our military 
based on something that's no longer based on science. Right. Let's be very right. clear about right. that. Mm -hmm. Very clear about that. So uh, we have a president right now that's willing to jeopardize our national security because of a political yeah. point. But that that's becoming more and more obvious to the general public is what I'm saying. Yes. And even people who were pro-vaccine shots, once it became apparent that the uh, shots neither kept you from getting COVID nor kept you from spreading COVID, a lot of people would go, were going, what's the point? Yes. What's the point? Uh, now, you would say, well, it's to keep you from getting uh, so sick you got to go to the hospital or, di or keep you from dying. Well, well <laughs> first of all, <laughs> when you're 0 for 2 on right. what you said it will do, mm -hmm. it'll keep you from getting it and keep you from spreading it, and now we're down to keep you from dying, I'm saying, how are we to believe that one? And how do you prove that one? That's right. And you know what? What if I'm willing, if you're saying I don't affect anybody else with my disease, i.e. COVID, why do you care whether I choose not to get a, uh, a vaccine shot or not? Why does that bother you? Well, it only bothers them because you, the meta, the these, the Fauci types, because uh, of the control factor. Absolutely, that you, and really not so much Fauci. Well, Fauci, yes, but before before uh, COVID came along, Fauci was basically just a a career uh, disease researcher. He's head of the NIH, uh, I think, was it? The National Institutes for Health. Uh, nobody knew who he was, yep. uh, but now, so I think, uh, I know most people don't, don't trust him or like him or are listening right now, but I don't think he got up every morning prior to COVID going, how can I control the world? He wasn't like Dr. Evil, <laughs> right? And, uh, uh, but, but there are people who are Dr. Evils who are above Fauci, who are into globalism and going to control, especially the citizens of the United States and our economy. Who use COVID to uh, further their agenda? Yep, that's what I'm saying. Next story, Steve. All right. Uh, well, we're hearing from our favorite president, uh, President Trump, about this raid. Listen to cut 14. Well, the FBI raided my beautiful house in Mar-a-Lago. You know about it. You heard about it, and it's a disgrace. And they even went inside my safe, and uh, there was nothing in there. It was empty. It looked like a cat scan of Sleepy Joe's brain. It was empty. We're coming back better and stronger than ever. You know, the FBI never touched Crooked Hillary's house. 33,000 emails. Where did they go? Nobody does. They never touched Eric Swalwell. And they're not interested in Hunter Biden, the laptop where he did crack. They didn't want to talk about that. The FBI is a corrupt, disgusting joke. And we're going to put a stop to all of it, believe me. That is Sean Farage, who is a Trump person. I've played him before. Give him credit because he's really good. And, yeah, he's uh, definitely got Trump down. He does. He, he does. <laughs> Where'd you find that? Just it's on my uh, it's on my Twitter feed. Sean Farash. Can you get can you get A W N? Can you get it on a cassette tape? You can. <laughs> I'm sure you can. All right, uh, Ray. Thank you, my friend. You bet. My pleasure. Fred, appreciate your contributions. Absolutely. And your trip down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Record spinning memory lane there. Yeah, I'm an antique. Disc jockey. You disc jockey, you. Steve, thank you. My pleasure. 
Uh, who else here? Let's see. Sandy was on the show. Thank her. Chris. Chris was on the show, and Brent Brent uh, is our producer. <clears throat> we thank you for listening to uh, today's issues and American Family Radio. Uh, we hope you'll keep listening to AFR, and we hope you have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday. Thank you.